0: And welcome to the Aquarium Tip Tank podcast. This is podcast number eight. Uh, This is TJ from Aquarium Tip Tank. Uh, I'd like to remind you to head on over to aquariumtiptank.com and sign up for our free e-updates and newsletter. There are a few other ways that uh, you can get in touch with me as well. You can contact me directly at tj at aquariumtiptank.com. You can get us on Facebook, and that's facebook.com forward slash aquariumtiptank. You can find us at Twitter at aquariumtiptank, or you can go ahead on to the aquariumtiptank website at aquariumtiptank.com. And read some of our posts and comment on some of our blogs. We always read some of the comments. We always read uh, the the comments about some of the posts that we have up uh, and leave some suggestions. Uh, Show us your aquarium. uh, Talk to us about what you do for your aquarium. All right, we're going to get into uh, some of the 8th podcast stuff here. First, please go ahead and leave some reviews on iTunes. I really do read those reviews on iTunes. I would like to make this podcast uh, interesting for you and, and so that you like this podcast. Uh, I do agree with the one that's on there now. Uh, yes, uh, we definitely need to get some interviews on here. We, it is, It has definitely been for beginners so far. What I'm basically doing is I am taking you through my my progress through you know kind of learning some of this stuff I know some of this stuff already I know a lot of it but I'm taking you through the process of me setting up my 30 gallon aquarium and the things that are going through my head when I need to look at the items that I need to get in order to set this thing up correctly and get it going and get it running well so yeah, in the beginning, it's going to be a little bit for beginners. I'm going to talk about the filtration. I'm going to talk about the lighting. I'm going to talk about the substrate. I'm going to talk about choosing a tank and where to put it and things like that. My hope is that all of these podcasts can get out there, and then eventually, if a beginner wants to go back and look at it, it's out there forever for them to go through these podcasts at their own rate as fast as they want. Uh it does stink that I'm I I am trying to also get them out a little more often. It stinks that it you know, sometimes it's it's more than two weeks before I get these things out. So I definitely want to get these start getting these things out uh on regular two week intervals, if not quicker. Uh I also hope to eventually get some interviews. Uh you know, it just takes some time and things. And um I I would love to hear your suggestions about how to make the podcast better uh, for all aquarium hobbyists. Like I said, it's been for beginners so far, but, uh, you know, eventually we'll get into the more advanced stuff. Maybe we will go through some, you know, go over some of the fish and things like that. Uh, We definitely will, actually, especially once I start putting fish into my aquarium. I'll I'll go over the fish that I chose and why. I'll also start going over other fish and things like that. Uh, So go ahead on over and say hello to us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash aquarium tip tank Uh, and also go ahead and get on iTunes if you're listening to us and please leave us a review if you like it that is awesome we love the great reviews but also give us a few suggestions we really do read those things and and we really do look at those things and we're trying to make it better for everybody. Okay, let's get on with it. In this, in this podcast, uh, this is podcast number eight, and this is Aquarium Filtration Part Two. Uh, today we're going to go over uh, some of the systems that we use to perform all three types of filtration, and again, that's mechanical, chemical, and, and uh, biological filtration, excuse me. Uh, I'll also explain the, filter, the filtration method that I chose for my new aquarium and why uh, so first let's talk about mechanical filtration and, and the type of mechanisms that are used for that. Well, you know in doing this I'm just going to kind of talk about all the all the mechanisms and I'm going to talk about how each mechanism performs each one of these uh, of these types of filtration uh, and and how they are able to do all three types actually. But anyway, with mechanical filtration, you can have a hang on tank. Uh, and that's basically a tank that hangs over the side uh, of your aquarium. Uh, there's a tube or a siphon that goes into your aquarium water, and there's normally a pump that goes with it. And that pump kind of sucks up the water into a canister that's hanging off the maybe the back side of your tank. That water goes into the back side of your tank. And then in, in those, and then there's maybe two chambers in that hang on tank filter. They're all a little bit different. They might all have a few different features. Some of them might have, you know, a a few places, two, two siphons or two tubes where the water comes up or two places for the water to go off and get filtered. And anyway, in the, in those canisters that hang on the back of the tank, you, you can put in mechanical filtration. You can put in a screen or any sort of Or you can put in a, you know, a filter media, whether that's filter floss or that's some kind of screen that you can buy that the manufacturer of your hang on tank filter makes that just slides right in. And the the water just will flow mostly due to gravity. You kind of suck up the water with that pump, like I was saying, or with that siphon. It goes into the tanks on on the back side it goes over the filtration uh, mechanisms and the filtration media that you have in that tank and then it'll flow back out another tube uh, from the other side of, of these of these few compartments like I said and it'll flow back into your aquarium and this the water that'll flow back into your aquarium has gone over the filtration media now for mechanical filtration that Filtration media is probably, like I said, some sort of filter floss or some sort of filter screen or something that you buy at the store and you replace every so often. Uh, These are sort of uh, what, what are called power filters and things like that as well. There's all sorts of different kinds that you can get to hang on your tank. There's also canister filters. Canister filters... Are a little bit more that you basically they're, they're big canisters. That's what they are. And you put them maybe under your tank, uh, in, in an area in your tank stand where you can kind of hide them out of, out of the way. That's one of the problems with hang on tank filters. They really do hang on the side of your tank. And sometimes it, you know, just uh, takes away from the aesthetic feel of your tank. You have this big mechanism hanging on the back side of your tank. Well, with the canister filter, yes, you do, all you have going into and out of your tank is a tube that takes the water out of your aquarium. Again, there's gotta be a pump, uh, basically connected to that tube somehow in order to get the water out of the aquarium. But it siphons the water up and out of the aquarium. That water goes through a tube and it probably goes down below your aquarium somewhere, again, hidden maybe by your tank stand or something like that under your aquarium somewhere. could be behind a wall if your aquarium is very, very large, whatever. Uh, you know, you, you got to kind of figure that out. Anyway, it, it goes through this tube and it goes into a canister. And inside this canister, it has, there There are various filter media that you can have in there. Again, they, whatever canister, if you decide to go with a canister filter, whatever, whoever makes the manufacturer of that canister filter usually makes a certain type of screen or filter media or filter floss type of media that for mechanical filtration, the water flows over that, that filter media or that screen the particulate waste gets taken out, and then it goes through, and it goes into another tube out of the canister filter, out of the canister that's that's down below your tank, and back up and returns into the tank and into the tank clean. Uh, that's one of the great ones, because all you have hanging over your tank are two tubes, and that's the tube to get the water, your aquarium water, into the canister filter and then the return water tube, and that's it. There's nothing, there's no big containers or, or anything like that hanging on the side of your tank. There's also an under gravel, gravel filter. Uh, well, these filters, they were used way back when, uh, before kind of these newer filters uh, got you know to be so popular. And they do still work, but there's just better methods of doing this. And basically, the under gravel, gravel filter is kind of just a you know, you might put a metal screen type thing under where you put your gravel or under where you put your substrate. And that keeps the substrate kind of off the ground. It's sort of angled and perforated and things like that. You can still make it look very nice. You pretty much hide this this metal thing under under your substrate. And then then it's got a tube that goes through that metal thing and down basically under the gravel. There's you kind of create a little area under there. So the water goes down through your gravel or through your substrate. Then it goes through that metal graded thing with, with holes in it and everything else. And that's kind of doing some mechanical filtration right there as the water goes through there. And then as water gets even under that metal grading area, it then will get kind of sucked up by that tube, maybe go through another few filters, and then brought back down uh, into the aquarium. The issue with these is the fact that that mechanical filtration, some of those particles can get stuck over a long period of time in that metal grate that's in the bottom of your aquarium, and then that just creates a buildup of waste and, and things and detritus and things like that down in your substrate that you might not be able to take care of with um, with biological filtration or something like that. It just basically create, it can end up creating a dead spot down in your uh, substrate. So there are just better things that can be used. Uh, these, are, these are being used less and less and less. Some old salts, they may go ahead and use them. They may love to use them. They may swear by them. That's fine personally for my for my new aquarium I'm not going to mess with it uh, there's also a wet dry filtration filtration system it's you know wet dry may be a little misnomer nothing's ever completely dry but there are parts of maybe the filter media that you use that are not uh, fully underneath the water surface or You you know, when you do this and most of the time this involves having a, you know, canister uh, down underneath your tank and maybe, you you know, it, it could be a smaller, you know, very small five gallon tank or something like that that's separated into two different areas where you run your water over your various different filter medias. So for mechanical filtration, and one of the sections of your wet dry filter, and, and you might have, you know, and it might be like a sump that you have underneath um, your your tank or something like that, or or it might be um, or a reservoir or something under there. And so you pump the water up out of your tank into this reservoir, and there are a few different sections of that reservoir or that sump um, that have different. Um, uh, filter medias and one of them of course for mechanical filtration might be something like filter floss uh- Okay, so, I mean, that, that's mechanical filtration right there. We have hang-on tank filters that hang over the side of your tank. Uh, we have power filters and canister filters. Those canister filters, you only have two tubes, one bringing the water, your aquarium water, to your canister, one for the return water that, after it's filtered back into your aquarium, that, and those are the only two things hanging over the side of your tank. We have the under gravel, gravel filter and the wet-dry filtration system with filter floss. Okay, so for chemical filtration, I, I pretty much just went over the main types of filters and mechanisms that you might use and you might want to look into. So with chemical filtration, with a hang-on filter, um, there's usually a spot in that hang-on tank filter for a bag of activated carbon. Or some of the filter screens that you can get actually come, you, you know, some of these manufacturers for these hang-on tank um, Uh, filters might actually make screens that it's kind of like two screens on each side of each other that they connect. And in the middle of those two screens, they put activated carbon in the middle. So the hang on tank filter filter can provide chemical filtration by basically just having a spot or having maybe certain screens and things like that that you can use or or that have an area for activated carbon in the middle, middle. Canister filters, same thing. Uh, you might have more than one canister down underneath that uh, down underneath your tank and and under and in your tank stand. You might run that water out and the first canister that it goes through, it just has the mechanical filtration media. just has the screen or, or whatever in it to mechanically filter out the particulate waste. Then in the next canister that it goes to, it might have some activated carbon in it. Then in the next canister it goes to, it might have some biological filtration media. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. But you can see how this works. in the, In the canister filter, you can have a few canisters down under your tank i actually take care of each separate type of filtration. Um, Or in the canister, uh, there might be a separate little compartment specifically for activated carbon. You know, you might only have one kind of canister or something like that. And it, You know, has a spot where there's a mechanical filter media or a screen or floss or something like that. And then after it goes through the floss, it just directs the, the water flow in a right way that it also goes over some activated carbon. Um, or, again, you might have some activated carbon inside the mechanical filtration screen media that is, in your, that is in your canister filter. There's usually a few ways with canister filters. Again, all these manufacturers usually make a spot for you to have both mechanical filtration and put some activated carbon in in order to take care of the, the chemical filtration. Wet-dry filter... Same thing. All you got in a wet dry filter is a reservoir or sump that's down underneath your. Your tank. I don't want to say that's all. There's a little bit more that goes to, into it, I guess. But in that reservoir or in that tank, you can basically make sure that your water is flowing over activated carbon somewhere. There's got to be a spot there for it. There usually is a spot there for it. Again, take some activated carbon, put it in a spot where you're sure that that water will flow over that activated carbon before it gets returned back into your tank. Okay. Biological filtration. Like we talked about in the last podcast, biological filtration will sort of end up happening on its own. There are things that we can do to help it out, of course. There are certain medias that we can put in there that will help it out. You do have to make sure that you cycle your tank, especially when you're first starting your tank. You have to make sure that you cycle your tank and that you have set up your biological filtration system. Uh, you can have biological filtration and place some media with lots of surface area to promote biological filtration into areas of your hang-on tank or your canister or your wet dry filter now it it does get a little bit more difficult i have to admit in a hang-on tank you don't necessarily have a spot to you, know, you might not have a whole lot of room to put something to perform biological filtration. Hopefully, you have enough other stuff and live rock or surface area in your tank to take care of it. A hang on tank filter does not necessarily do one of the greatest jobs at actually providing biological filtration. So, and then in your canister filter. You can kind of do the same thing. You can have a whole nother, like I was saying before, you can have a whole nother canister. You can have one canister for mechanical filtration, one canister for chemical filtration, and have a whole nother canister just filled with, you know, medium with a lot of surface area for biological filtration. Uh, and under gravel filtration system is actually very good with biological filtration. Again, you're just kind of creating more surface area with these perforated metal thing that you have down there. You're sucking water down through all of your substrate, and your substrate should have a lot of surface area in it to perform and help with some of this biological filtration. So it does actually do a good job of that, but the undergravel filter is just uh, very poor at doing mechanical and chemical filtration, and of course your wet dry filter. Your wet dry filter is actually one of the most excellent and best at performing biological filtration, because you just have a whole other tank. That's you know it might be a smaller tank. You might have a fifty gallon tank, and you put a ten smaller ten gallon tank underneath underneath your fifty gallon tank. You know in your tank stand or something like that for the reservoir that you use. And you might be able to, and and then you kind of section that off into a place where you have a full, you know, into a place where one reservoir fills up and then it filters over and gets a little aeration as it filters over and falls over into the next tank with different media in it. And you can just have a whole lot of surface area for that water to flow over and a lot of media in there that has a lot of surface area. In order to have a biological filtration compartment just down underneath your your main tank, so that biological filtration can happen down in the reservoir that you have, and not only can it happen in that reservoir that you have, but it, you, you know and you can also just filter it back up and have it happening up in your main tank as well. So a wet-dry filter is actually very good at that. And in your wet-dry filter, you can do things like, there are these things called bio balls. And what they are is they're just plastic balls. But these plastic balls are made in such a way that they have so much surface area. There's perforations all over them. They're kind of hollow plastic balls with just plastic things in the middle of them. There are all sorts of biological filtration media that that just have a whole lot of surface area that you can put into different compartments. Well, with a wet dry filter, you've got a pretty big compartment down there to, most of the time to go ahead and put these things with a lot of surface area in. So wet dry filter actually does a pretty good job of biological filtration. Now, to compare all of these three, all of these things, I'll go ahead and say that a hang on tank filter is fantastic at mechanical filtration but it's actually not that great at chemical and biological filtration. Sure, you can put some activated carbon in it and things like that, but it's really just got the best spot for putting a you know, screen in or something like that to provide your mechanical filtration. Canister filtration. Now, a canister filtration is also very fantastic at mechanical filtration. And it's actually pretty good at both chemical and biological filtration. Um, it is not fantastic, let's say. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10 with chemical and biological filtration, it's probably in the 6 to 7 range. On a scale of 1 to 10, the hang-on tank filter for chemical and biological filtration is probably down in like the three or four range. So, basically, a hang-on tank filter is great at mechanical filtration. The canister filter is fantastic at mechanical filtration, but the canister filter is also a little bit better than a hang-on tank filter at chemical and biological filtration. And then uh, we'll we'll talk about, so the under gravel filtration, uh, it's actually very poor at mechanical and chemical filtration, but it, uh, it is a fantastic biological filter. And a wet-dry filter is, can actually be pretty poor at mechanical filtration as well. Uh, I guess it depends on the type of media you have and things like that. And, but it is actually very excellent at chemical and biological filtration. So, you know, there, there are different pluses and minuses to all these things. Uh, so let's talk about, from that, the filtration system that I chose for my new 30-gallon tank. I chose to go with canister filtration. And I chose the API next canister filter system, uh, like i said it 's fantastic at mechanical filtration and pretty darn good at chemical and biological filtration it 's got spots in, inside of it where I can put activated carbon and spots where I can put uh, very things with high surface area, little, little different things with high surface area to pr- help perform biological filtration. Uh, my 30 gallon tank is also pretty small, and a canister filter that I chose the, the base API Next canister filter system actually is says that it's good for a 50-gallon tank. Uh, one of my tips out there basically says, hey, choose a cam- if, if you're choosing a filter system, choose one that works for a bigger tank than the one that you own. Uh, don't go out there and get a, 30 gallon, a, a a filtration system that's supposed to be good for up to 30 gallons for your 30-gallon tank. Go ahead and go a little above that. Get, get one that'll work for, you know, a 40-gallon tank if you have a 30-gallon tank. Well, this one says that it's good for a 50-gallon tank. I have a 30-gallon tank. I should be good to go. I may end up needing to add a protein skimmer at some point, but uh, I'm going to see how I do first. And the protein skimmer doesn't necessarily have to be run uh, when I'm cycling my tank in the first place. Uh, so, I'm going to see what happens and I'm going to see how I do with regular water changes first and everything else before I go ahead and uh, buy a protein skimmer. I'm at least going to start my cycling process. Um, I'm hoping that the canister filter, along with live rock and live sand, will produce the adequate amount of beneficial bacteria for biological filtration. Again, I only have a 30-gallon tank. I should be able to get enough biological filtration out of the things in the the substrate and the the live rock that I'm planning on using and things like that. But uh, this API NEXT canister filtration system does have a spot in it where I can put some things that will help with biological filtration, some things with a lot of surface area, of course. Uh, the API NEXT filter also boasts easy shut-off valves to prevent leaks and quick, easy media changes. Now, sometimes with canister filters, you'll get ones where you have to make sure that you have shut-off valves and everything shut off because when you take that canister out and you have to change that filter media, maybe it's once every two months or something like that, you do have to change those mechanical filter screens. You do have to change your activated carbon sometimes, things like that. Sometimes you might get a few leaks if you're not sure that you've turned everything off, that, you know, you have, you have some shutoff valves in order to block the water that might still be in some of the tubes that's, coming to, that's going to and from your aquarium. Uh, you might disconnect those canister filters to change the media and water comes out of one of those tubes and you end up getting stuff all wet. Well, this next filter kind of boasts that, hey, there's one handle. You turn it in order to get these canister filters off, and that shuts off all the valves. You can then pick up the canister filters easily cha- and easily change the mechanical filtration system. It does everything for you, uh, kind of does everything for you, and the, and the uh, media changes are quick, easy, and clean. There shouldn't be much mess and much dripping or anything like that. Okay, so it's time for me to go ahead and sum everything up. Hang on tank filters do fantastic mechanical filtration, but are poor chemical and biological filtration. Canister filters are fantastic mechanical filtration and still do a pretty good job at chemical and biological filtration. Under gravel filtration systems are a little difficult and not used much anymore due to the fact that other better filtration technology just does a better job wet dry filtration systems are fantastic at biological and chemical filtration, but poor at mechanical filtration. Uh, They also have a a spot to put your reservoir, uh, you also have to have a spot to put your reservoir or sump. Um, I, again, chose the API Next canister filter. So go ahead and tell us how your aquarium is coming along and what type of filtration systems that you are using or thinking about using at www.aquariumtiptank.com. You can sign up for our free updates and newsletter if you'd like. Uh, We'll be back in about two weeks, hopefully, with uh, more aquarium tips. And uh, go ahead and say hello to us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash aquarium tip tank. that's it for now and we'll talk to you in two weeks thank you again very 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 much for listening and please again I, I go ahead and leave a review on itunes i do look at those reviews and hopefully i will try and do our best here to make this podcast better and great for all of our listeners we love all of our listeners thank you very much